Influence, the global podcast that shines a spotlight on the influencer marketing industry. Welcome to Influence, the global podcast that shines a spotlight on the influencer marketing industry. My name is Gordon Glenster, and the impact of COVID-19 has affected so many industries, not least of all the entertainment industry, which has come to a complete standstill. Many gigs and concerts have been cancelled all around the world. And unfortunately, this has happened to my next guest, one of the most amazing female magicians in the world, Josephine Lee. Undeterred by her current predicament, she's put some great videos together, one of which caught my attention online, supporting the NHS. And I had to find out more also about how she got started. Well, we, we're going back about 18 years, so we're going back quite a while, <laughs> um, to when I was, well, I started off as a trained ballet dancer and I was dancing. And then I got a job in a magic show working as a dancer. And then there was one illusion that they needed one of the dance class to be a part of. Luckily, that was me, and that was my first taste of magic, really. And from there, that's kind of when the the buzz hit me, and I realised that the the adrenaline rush that you got from magic was much more exciting than dancing. Let's say from that point, I was hooked. So that's how I actually began, which is a long time ago. And I worked as a magician's assistant for quite a while for a famous magician called Hans Clark. And then about four years ago. I had a couple of uh, TV producers who had watched a show that I was in, who had seen the show and approached me afterwards and said that, you know, there's a a real niche in the market for a female illusionist. And um, would you be interested? And I actually turned the role down. (laughs) I'd never really considered it before. And I thought, oh, no, I'm quite quite happy being, being in the back and just enjoying being on stage. Um, but not being really the the main focus. And then about six months later, I got approached again by another company who were also interested in using me for something. And that's when I started thinking, oh well, you know, this is the, the second person now, so there must be there must be something there that maybe I'm not seeing. And then that's how it all started, really, from other people pointing out that I I might have something there that would be worth pursuing. It was Britain's Got Talent, I think, that we would say was my big break. Um, I'd been approached by the show and asked if I was interested in, in taking part, maybe. And I I put together a new act that had never been done before. And up until the day I got there, still hadn't managed to work once. <laughs> First time it ever actually worked was on stage during my audition. So I took a huge risk. And luckily, it all paid off. My mindset was, you know, you only live once. I either give it a go and, you know, potentially it could change my life. And if it doesn't, then, you know, what's it matter? I'll live another day. So what's been one of the most scariest things that you've done then or that where you, you yourself have been a bit apprehensive? Um, I think, I've, well, there's a few, but I think the one that would hit the the top on the list, I think, would be the water tank that yeah. I... I did a couple of years ago, and that was, I mean, there there really are very few female magicians in the industry, and water tanks are something that women don't tend to do, 
So I really wanted to try and find something that was different. And um, with that came a lot of training, breath holds, learning how to calm myself. And uh, at the time, actually, I was still learning how to, to speak confidently on stage. And that, that for me was also new because I'd come from a dance background talking wasn't anything I'd ever really focused on. So then learning how to calm yourself and calm your nerves whilst being on stage talking, as well as calming yourself to take, you know, a four-minute breath hold is quite a challenge. Get yourself very calm and in a calm state that when you're on stage, sometimes that that's even harder to find. Really interesting part of performing magic is that you are never 100% sure that it's always going to go right because you can practice a thousand times, but a lot of the time you're relying on on a lot of things all, all going right at the correct time. Mm. So it's, it's quite thrilling <laughs> that, you know, you, you go out there and you, you, you really need to, to focus and get it right. And if you don't get it right or if something goes wrong, finding a way to distract your audience to make sure that maybe they didn't see what went wrong. Or it's nice. I like to, it's, it's a bit of a game. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're part. You're part of this. You're part of this illusionist tour, or or um, uh, have have been, and of course, that's one of the reasons why we're having this conversation because we're right in the middle of this coronavirus that has affected, obviously, all of us, many industries, and uh, not least of all, the entertainment uh, and events industry. So many people that have had uh, shows and and various things going on uh, have all been affected by this uh, not least of course yourself because i think you were were you supposed to be in australia in the united states yeah yeah i'm supposed to be in australia right now <laughs> and in the summer i'm supposed to be in america for three months but that's not looking likely at the moment unfortunately the year has really been pulled basically it's just vanished yeah yeah, vanished yeah. overnight I've seen exactly what you've seen, and it's actually been really inspiring to see how people have been going online. A lot of people refuse to perform for free nowadays, so it's actually been really nice to see these people who were very strict as about, no, you know, if I'm going to work, then I need to be paid for it, and they're really putting themselves out now and sharing and inspiring their work with others, and it's, it's almost like an uplifting experience, I think, for the the society that you know we are all in this together and you know we we're all doing our bit and entertainment i think is a huge part of making people you know lifting people's spirits it's interesting how all of a sudden it feels like celebrities are much more accessible they're also in our position and you know now you're seeing them in their living rooms and it's it's almost more interesting sometimes to see where they live as well it has been very interesting to see how people that i've you wouldn't normally think that their skill would be possible to to share in the same way online that it would live. And it's been interesting to see how that people are still being, they're still managing to connect with someone on the other side of the laptop that they can't even see. Um, it's, it's been really interesting so so tell us more about tell us more about this video that you've made and you're quite keen to uh, have people watch it well we've created a little video that gets the message across to well we're, we're aiming it at the younger generation but about this stay home protect the nhs and save life and it's 
been quite interesting to see that the campaigns that have been on television, the campaigns that are online, they're very textbook and some of them seem quite cold and it's quite frightening and especially at a time like this when, when everyone's a little bit anxious as it is, it's a little bit frightening to then see on television you you know, cold coronavirus, stay home, make sure that you stay in your house. So we created a video that's visually a little bit more uplifting and exciting uh, in the hope that it will resonate with, with people in a softer way, but still getting that message across. I'm sure a lot of teenagers aren't going to be watching BBC News, but a lot of teenagers are online and they're using YouTube and Instagram. So if they come across our video, they might actually listen to the message, which is exactly the same message that the NHS and the government and Public Health England are trying to get across, just in a lighter way. The government are trying so hard for, for everybody to, to listen to. They, they've missed out a platform almost, and it's such a huge platform of people who, who are on their laptops and they are watching Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and and we really do need to aim it at that market to reach those people. My Instagram, they can see it on the Instagram for Josephine Lee Official and also on the New Motion Productions Instagram. Influence, the global podcast that shines a spotlight on the influencer marketing industry. So that's it for another edition of Influence. Please make sure you subscribe and listen to some of the other episodes. You can find them on my website, gordonglenster.com, or the BCMA branded content marketing website too. Always happy to find out about um, topics and guests that you'd like to hear about. Just drop me a line, gordon at gordonglenster.com. So until next time, it's bye from me. 